This holy man fought to the death for the law of his God and did not fear the words of the godless, for he was built on solid rock. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. That holy man that uh, we entered Antiphon is referring to is St. Genarius, uh, known in uh, the Italian community uh, by his Italian name, San Gennaro. And today is a huge uh, feast celebrating him uh, uh, through Italy and among Italian communities uh, around the world. I lived uh, in Little Italy in Chicago. Uh, I taught at uh, at St. Ignatius in an art. And uh, the entire neighborhood shut down for uh, a parade and festival that was going on. For St. Januarius is famous. Um, he's a martyr. He dies in the uh, persecution of Diocletian around the year 303. But is uh, famous worldwide today um, because on this date uh, every year, uh, this is the anniversary of his, uh, his martyrdom. Uh, a relic, reliquary containing two vials of his blood are taken out of a bank vault in Naples, brought to the cathedral, and then in a solemn professional procession through town to the monastery of uh, St. Chiara. Um, and in, somewhere in the course of all this, this dried blood that's nearly 2,000 years old turns liquid again. Um, and uh, so it's... Uh, uh, joyously celebrated um, by uh, Italians and, and others through the world, so we celebrate him today. And as we begin our celebration, we prepare ourselves to meet God in word and sacrament. Uh, we look in our daily lives, finding moments of grace, we offer God thanks. Finding moments of sin, we ask God's forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you came to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you came to call sinners redemption. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you plead for us at the right hand of your Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, who grant us to venerate the memory of the martyr St. Januarius, give us, we pray, the joy of his company and blessed happiness for all eternity. We ask this to our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Conceited, listen to the word of God. A reading from the book of Timothy. Beloved, this saying is trustworthy. Whoever aspires to the office of bishop desires a noble task. Therefore, a bishop must be irreproachable, married only once, tempered, self-control, decent, hospitable, able to teach, not and not drunken, not aggressive, but gentle, not contentious, not a lover of money, and must manage his own household well, keeping his children under control with perfect dignity. For if a man does not know how to manage his own household, <clears throat> how can he not take care of the church of God? He should not be a recent convert, so that he may not become may not become conceited, and thus incur the devil's punishment. He must also have good reputation among outsiders, 
so that it may not fall into the disgrace of the devil's trap. Similarly, deacons must not but must be dignified, not deceitful, not addicted to drink, not greedy for storage gain, holding fast the mystery of faith with clear conscience. Moreover, they should be tested first. Then if there is nothing against them, let them serve as deacons. Women similarly should be dignified, not slanders, but tempered and faithful in everything. Deacons may be married only once and must manage their children and their household well. Thus, who serve well as deacons gain good standing and much confidence in their faith in Jesus Christ. The word of the Lord. I will walk with blameless heart of, of mercy and judgment. I will sing to you, O Lord, I will sing praise with I will preserve in the way of integrity. Then when will you walk with me? I will walk with blameless heart within my house and will not set before my eyes any base thing. Whoever slanders his neighbor in secret, him I will destroy. The man of haunty eyes and puffed up heart, I will not endure. My eyes are upon the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He who walks in my way of integrity shall be in my service. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The great prophet has arisen in our midst, and God has visited his people. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Jesus journeyed to a city called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd accompanied him. As he drew near to the gate of the city, a man who had died was being carried out the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. A large crowd from the city was with her. When the Lord saw her, he was moved with pity for her and said to her, Do not weep. He stepped forward and touched the coffin, and at this the bearers halted. And he said, Young man, I tell you, arise. The dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all, and they glorified God, exclaiming, A great prophet has risen in our midst, and God has visited his people. This report about him spread through the whole of Judea and in all the surrounding regions. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. The first reading from Paul's uh, first letter to Timothy uh, always sticks in my mind because um, in uh, May of 1989, I was ordained a deacon at the end of my third year of theology studies. And as I uh, was returning for my fourth year, uh, one of my uh, classmates and I were uh, standing outside our uh, uh community offices, and our, our rector came out, whom I'd known since I was a novice. Uh, he was from our, our Midwest provinces. And uh, 
uh, he said, well, we've got our first community mass tomorrow. Um, and we've got a brand new class of deacons. So uh, which one of you two is going to preach? Uh, this was not uh, something that either of us wanted uh, to do, but because uh, John knew me uh, for so long, he said, class, you'll, be, you'll preach at that mass. Um, and so uh, and these were the readings that were uh, for the day, uh, the Tuesday of the 24th week in ordinary time. And I uh, read this thing and, and spent the evening uh, before trying to think of something to say, because I would be preaching to a group that were all Jesuits. Um, there were, I don't know, 80 or 90 of us who were in studies for the priesthood. And then the rest of them were all priests, and they were all the faculty that uh, taught us. And so this was like the worst possible oral exam that one could imagine. Uh, but as I read the, the letter, I, I got happy. As I, I started out by telling them, I said, well, you know, uh, it tells us here what you have to, to, to do to be a bishop. You, you, can, you have to be irreproachable, married only once. You can't be a drunkard. You have to be good with money, and so on and so on. I says, and, and then to be a deacon, they have to be dignified and not deceitful, not addicted to drink, not greedy for sordid gains, oh, doing this and doing that. I said, they give us requirements to be a bishop and requirements to be a deacon. Apparently, you don't have to have any qualifications to be a priest, which uh, got all of. Uh, my fellow seminarians on my side and uh, uh, mostly smiled from the faculty um, is that I went on and say, ah, oh, but I remember in Father So-and-So uh, New Testament class that he explained the, the beginning of this, that uh, what we would call a bishop today, you would, uh, uh, in, in those days, what you call a bishop, we would call a pastor today. But uh, this, this was not... Uh, uh, a, a big thing, and we went on from there. Um, but the, uh, our gospel story is, is wonderful. It's one of those three occasions in uh, uh, in uh, in the gospels where uh, Jesus uh, raises someone from the dead. Um, uh, there's a little girl, uh, the, the daughter of Jairus. Um, he utters those words, Talitha Kum, and she. Uh, uh, rises from the dead after everyone had been mocking him, saying that the girl's just asleep. Um, but uh, he gives her back to her her parents. Uh, and here um, he he has this this the widow in this little town of, of Maine. Um, to be a widow in uh, ancient uh, Israel was was not an easy thing. It wasn't easy for in any of the surrounding areas. Um, it was the, the era of, of dowries and such. Um, uh, what's a dowry? Well, it's an amount of money paid uh, uh, for a bride. Um, and uh, once that transaction is taking place, once the marriage is there, her family has no more responsibility for her at all. Um, and uh, her dead husband's family She's no obligation to take care of her because uh, their blood relation is gone. Um, and so, you know, the, you might get some care if you've got 
uh, young children because uh, grandparents aren't going to want to see their grandchildren do without. But here, uh, this guy was was an adult, and he was uh, uh, he was the only support that that his mother had. And with her, with his death, she would be destitute. She would the only way she would survive was on uh, gifts of other people. Uh, she might uh, might have to sit there in the street begging. Um, and she could be reduced to something like that. And so uh, when Jesus gives her son back to her, he was giving her back her life as well. Um, and, uh, and, and the command that he gives, young man, I tell you, arise. Um, the uh, Aramaic word and the Greek word in the original scripture um, that's, that's used for arise uh, is the word that's used to, to describe what's happened to Jesus on Easter Sunday morning. Um, this was uh, the power of God himself giving life uh, to what was lifeless. And we see that uh, uh, the people recognize this. You know, that God has visited his people and, uh, and his, that his fame spread throughout uh, every place. Um, uh, and that thing should uh, is always a good reminder to us as well, um, uh, just who this Jesus is. Um, uh, these people saw him as being a rabbi, uh, maybe even a famous rabbi, but a good teacher. Um, but this went beyond any teaching. This was uh, this was the power of creation to give life to what was lifeless. Um, you think of how God created Adam. He took clay and formed it and, and breathed life into him. Um, that's what Jesus was doing here. That's what he did with Jairus' uh, daughter. That's what he does with his friend Lazarus uh, shortly before his own death. Um, it's always a good reminder for us to, to recognize this who it is on that cross. Uh, fully human fully divine. Let's gather our prayers and bring them before our God. We begin with a prayer for peace in our world. As to God send his spirit of peace to the minds and hearts of all men and women. This we pray to the Lord. We pray for the church in gratitude for God's word, God's sacraments, God's martyrs. We pray to the Lord. Pray for our nation. We ask that God enlighten our leaders with his wisdom. We pray to the Lord. Lord yeah. Pray for our ministry of Catholic education, a ministry begun by Jesus, himself a teacher, ongoing through the years and, and ongoing here today at St. Francis. We pray to the Lord. Lord yeah. Pray for uh, two of my friends and uh, their twin sisters, uh, their birthdays, so for Nancy and Elizabeth. Uh, we pray to the Lord. Lord, yeah. Pray for the sick in our community. Uh, pray for uh, Connor Regan and Mrs. Ritchie and all of those in need of God's healing graces. We pray to the Lord. Lord yeah. What are your intentions? Lord, 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 yeah. Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, 
Loving God, we come before you, bringing you our hopes and desires. These you've given voice, others held silently in our hearts, but all of them offered to you through your Son, Jesus our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth, the work of human hands, that we become our spiritual drink. And blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine, the work of human hands, that we become our spiritual drink. Pray, my sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. Amen. <clears throat> Almighty and merciful God, who brought your martyr, blessed Saint Jack. Thank Januarius to overcome the torments of his passion. Grant that we who celebrate the day of his triumph may remain invincible under your protection against the snares of the enemy. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Amen. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just a duty in our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for the blood of your blessed martyr Januarius, poured out by Christ to glorify your name, shows forth your marvelous works, by which in our weakness you perfect your power, and on the feeble bestow strength to bear you witness through your Son, Jesus our Lord. And so at the powers of heaven we worship you constantly on earth, and before your majesty without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And at Tommy was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of this, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, drink from it. This is the chance of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith, 
When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity. Together with Francis, our Pope, and Jeffrey, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on all of us, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her husband, your blessed apostles, Januarius, and your martyrs, St. Clair, St. Francis, St. Nancy, St. Elizabeth, and all the saints who please you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs of eternal life, and they praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. The Savior is commanded formed by the divine teaching to raise our voices in the prayer given to the church by Jesus himself. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil, Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we wait the blessed hope in the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Offer each other a greeting of God's peace. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, the one who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper for the Lamb. Lord, may the body and blood of Christ keep us safe for eternal life.
Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, pick up his cross, and follow me, son of the Lord. Let us pray. May the sacred mysteries of which we have partaken, O Lord, we pray, give us that determination which made your blessed <clears throat> martyr Januarius faithful in your service and victorious in suffering. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Uh, members of the team, just keep in mind that uh, St. Paul, who wrote our first reading today, described his life as uh, being a, uh, a running. He described himself as a runner who has run the race and uh, in doing so has uh, uh, served God and felt God's uh, favor upon him. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you. The Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The mass is ended. Go in peace. Thank you, God.